What is going on, guys? Welcome to the Whatever Podcast. Um, today we are filming from our own, our comfort of our own homes, pretty much, and we're doing this live. Yeah, um, so there I might don't be. Like it. <laughs> you don't like it? Well, you don't like being face to face or anything like that. Here, you like no, being face to face. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like missing face to face. Um, we're doing this live. <laughs> um, for the people who are listening afterwards, if you hear us talk uh, or you take some, we're taking comments as this is going on. Um, so people in the chat, feel free to, to pitch in a little bit. Um, you know, uh, we're going to do, we're going to do our top five albums of the decade since we are wrapping it up and we are coming to an end here. You think it's probably time that we reflect back on our music taste um, so we're going to do kind of like our own Spotify rewind, right? Yeah. Um, except better. Except better. That is right. So, <laughs> uh, why don't you go ahead and start it off? Uh, cause I know this was, this was, this topic was your idea. Um, so I want you to go ahead and start it off with your number one album or so, so let's go backwards. Let's start with number five. Start with your, your fifth album. Oh man. Uh, to be totally honest, I haven't able to really rank them or did you just have like yeah oh so you just have like five yeah i just kind of have an idea of what all my favorites are i can't really rank them i don't know okay well just so just start start with whatever one hmm i gotta say probably my most influential album of the decade my favorite one is the heist by macklemore yeah see whenever you brought this topic up um I, I was like, you know, I bet I can guess. I bet I can guess. And oh, I was yeah. like, the highest Mac. Anyone that- You're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't too much of a shocker at all. Nah. Any, anyone that knows you uh, definitely knows that that's going to be that's going to be one of them um what what did you like so that was macklemore's introductory album into like his well no it's not his first album uh he had what yeah. other ones before this that. is his first like uh i would say his first like most like ambitious project with uh ryan lewis but yeah mainstream like really 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 mainstream like his first yeah. i guess yeah i'd say there's only there were only like two like mixtapes beforehand were they considered mixtapes yeah so this was this was considered probably like a first album whole album I guess. right yeah yeah okay um i don't know like i i guess like what what made you choose that other than just being like a general general macklemore fan see i don't i don't know i guess maybe it was during the just like the time i don't know i still listen to it today so <laughs> yeah yeah i just I, love the like a lot of the messages it, it really it influenced like a, an entire like production um i don't know they it, it had a it had like a certain sound that continued to pop up throughout like pop culture um throughout the years yeah definitely and, and that was pretty that was pretty neat um yeah like it was also just i don't know there's a few songs that i didn't care for but like overall i think it was just like a very good like full listen through and i think that's kind of what i go through go for whenever i'm like judging like an album like do i like the whole package yeah yeah and 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 think i think that's what's like that's the difference between like picking out your top songs for the decade versus like you know like why why do you like an album yeah you gotta like it from start to finish you know you gotta think like this thing is absolutely amazing from like start to finish 
Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and just to radiate, reiterate, <laughs> this is a personal, personal one. So the heist. No, those like are like picks. Oh, oh, oh like, yeah, I could yeah, do, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I could do a whole like a whole podcast on what I think are the most influential albums of the decade for sure. Right. But yeah, but, I'm just going off of what I've enjoyed throughout. Okay. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess that that's a that's a good point to make this like to clarify that we do not think that these are the most influential albums of the decade. They are to us, but you know, not to anything else, yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> here's a good question. Uh, I, when I was thinking about this, there's a definitely, there's an album I wanted, I wanted to include, but I wasn't sure. Did it have to come out in this decade or did we have to discover it in this decade? Um, I think it just had to come out. Had honestly. to come out in this decade. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. That is a okay. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and, and pitch mine out. I, I don't know if you ever heard this because it's not really music that you listen to. Um, but I, surprisingly, like a bunch of my friends actually know who these people are. Um, Two-Door Cinema Club. And it's uh, their tourist history album. It is their debut album. And front to back, that whole thing is just like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Um, I don't know what it is. I So it's what, obviously it's what introduced me to two-door cinema club um man in these last 10 years like i've been through so many different music styles and i never thought that i would get into this kind of like poppy rock indie music kind of um poppy rock indie music yeah yeah and it's weird it, i mean it's it's really Honestly, difficult I've to never, explain ever listened to anything from them so from two-door cinema club they're really yeah. good i really really like them they've got like really catchy leads and i think that's what really drew me in in the first place was like listening to those leads and it was like wow this is this is this is good stuff if i could get away with like putting little snippets of music in there um in this podcast i would uh other than <laughs> that i'll just i'll keep a list as as we go on of what yeah, of what albums we like and then I'll, I'll put them in the description and you guys can can go check them out or uh maybe i'll make like a playlist and post a link to the playlist and you guys can can check them out um yeah i'll have to check them out yeah i've honestly yeah. never heard of them before so yeah they're really good they're, yeah, they're I'm always like, list, always looking for new music to listen to the, the thing is like that. i don't know if it's i don't know if it's your style of music you know really wow. yeah i mean I, I don't know are you into like indie pop music that sound like they might be from the 80s sometimes yes <laughs> yeah. dude right. i've been getting into like stuff like well I, I, not always but like the past couple of years i've been getting to a lot more stuff like that into just like i don't know yeah. just music you wouldn't i guess normally listen yeah. to yeah i uh i went to go see the uh the 1975 this week um, I don't know why this kind of like sent me on a, on a spiral, but, um, uh, two door cinema club, they've released a couple of albums in the recent, in the recent years that kind of take on era style music. Um, mm. and that's what the 1975 does. So I really, really got into them these, this past like six months and I've been listening to them nonstop and they came to Indianapolis and let me tell you, they were so good. Oh my God. They were so good. You didn't tell me about this, Connor. You just live in another life. Me? Yeah. Dude, you got a kid and all kinds of stuff. 
I don't have you a know? life right now. I know. I say you don't have a life at all. Your life, your life is is with that kid at the moment. Oh no, it's with FedEx. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Your life belongs to FedEx first, and then, and then it belongs to the kid, right? Dude, this is my only day off. I don't get another. I don't get like my normal days off for another like two weeks. And is it because like just holiday hours or like what's going on? Yeah, they're forcing us to work six days a week. Oh my god! Oof. Over at the old Best Buy, we're we're opening. I think at like eight a.m. now or something like that, and that's that enough is gonna kill me. Maybe we open at nine a.m. I don't know. Either way, I know I work at seven forty-five. Yeah, I have to get there. At, I have to get there at at uh, like either at like seven thirty most of the time. Not even back to the station most of the time to like six thirty or seven. We open at eight. We open. Thanks, Riley. We yeah, we open at eight. That so. We'll be we'll be going to work at the same time. I'll see you a good morning text, like a little yeah. morning snap of my beautiful face in the shower or something. Who knows? That'd be Who great. <laughs> All right, man. Throw uh, throw your second album at me. Oh, man. All right. So I guess just to keep in the kind of same realm, I would say Chance the Rapper's uh, Acid Rap. Are we considering I'm that kinda, an album? Uh, I would. I would. I. I would. Okay, yeah. I no. I mean, I mean. Technically, it's a mixtape, but you know. Yeah, but it's, fine. it's so good. Oh my! It God, is no, so no. good. I, I know. I know. Most of the people, most of the people who are going to listen to this, probably are going to have heard, um, have heard this whole thing, um, and it's. I so I mean, there are some songs on it that I don't really care for. And I I do not. Yeah. I don't know off the top of my head. I don't know. Um, they've aged more. Like the more I the more I listen to it now versus when I did. But yeah. I mean, some of them still bump. Some of them have aged not that great. But honestly, like looking through like the lens of like sixteen year old Preston or seventeen year old Preston. Yeah. Got yeah. That was a. It was a good album at the time. It was yeah. Well. So I mean, I remember. Whatever. I remember. I got onto. Um, what is that? Like the allnewhiphop.com? And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't putting anything on iTunes. He had just come out with this stuff. I remember when I found this CD, um, I was watching a video, Ableton Live. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I, I uh, study audio. I do music production, um, all that kind of stuff. So little, um, what was it? Like middle school pretty much. Damn, like junior high, I think, for me. Yeah. Ar- around then, um, they came out with something called the Ableton Push, which is like a pad that you play. And I was watching a demonstration of that uh, go on, and they had a bunch of samples loaded in, a bunch of drum beats and all kinds of stuff. And this guy was like making this drum beat, and I thought, man, this is really good. Like, honestly, just the beat itself sounded like something I could sleep to. And then this guy started rapping, and I thought, wow, this is really, really, really good now. And it was Paranoia, <laughs> um, Paranoia by Chance Rapper, and um, it's not a, it's not actually, it's not a full song. It's like a half a song. Um, I have to figure out. I have a Spotify pull up here, so we can like reference things as well. Um, yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> it was so Pusha Man, the second track on there. And uh, paranoia with no sash thing. Those were those were both like put together. Um, at one point, like they were just push a man slash paranoia, which was kind of weird. Um, 
Uh, oh, Riley said that he would definitely consider this an album uh, because it got put on streaming services, and it actually, yeah, it's considered, I guess, under these kind of platforms to be an album. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, to, the big day was supposed to be his like his like first like full length album, but we all know how that went. Mm. Was it was it the big day or was it Coloring Book? No, the big day. Coloring Book was still a mixtape. You know, <laughs> let's not <laughs> let's not start on the on the big day because that yeah was, that's a whole another can of worms to open. Yeah, uh, that is a big old. Let's just talk day. about acid rap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my favorite the good I old days. My favorite track on there, I'm gonna have to say, is probably either Cocoa Butter Kisses or Everybody Something. Mm, yeah, yeah, those are good. Those are really good. Do you have a favorite on there? Oh man, favorite song and probably uh, smoke again, smoke again, and favorite song. If you guys have any favorite songs as we're going through these albums, and you guys just you know just drop them out, and uh, I'll uh, I'll do a little call out here. I think yeah, no, definitely from start to finish, acid rap is fantastic, and I honestly probably. Probably should have included it on my top five. I'm kind of sad that I didn't. Mm. You beat me. You beat me. It's to okay. It. It's <laughs> you okay. beat me to it. <laughs> Some might are gonna be kind of predictable. Do you think you could guess what my next one is? Mm. Dude, honestly, I don't know. Like, you don't know. You're hard to pinpoint with some music. I don't know. <laughs> ta- ta- so think about, um, think about high school Connor. High like school junior Connor. High, junior high, high school Connor. And what? Does that have something to do with Lord? Is it no. a Lord album? No, 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 oh, yeah. no, no, no. But she's on. Oh. You know what? You know what? She is on here, actually. <laughs> actually, she is definitely on. Which here. album, though? Uh, oh, it's it's her first. Pure heroin, man. Oh my uh, god, okay. that one's so good. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Um, it is. It is. I'll, I'll get to that in a second. I'll get to that in a second. All right. Yeah, yeah. Go. G- guess this. <laughs> it's not. It's not Lord. It's not Lord. Okay. Okay. Here's a hint, though. When we went to Lollapalooza, who else did we see? Oh, Skrillex. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Do you do you know what CD it would be? It was. I mean, um, I could honestly, I could bet all of these on my top ten, but there's one in particular. Oh, uh, I know what it is. Kind of changed the game. What? I know what it is. It, I know what it is. One second. One second. I gotta. You, you gotta find the name of it. Yes. Oh, recess. It is actually no. not. It is actually ah, not. Um, uh, I'll give you one more guess. Damn it. Um. Uh, Hmm. Dude, I want to be. Uh, oh, uh, more monsters and more sprites. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Yeah, is, those are the only one things I can think of. It is bangerang. Uh, bangerang. I'm telling you, dude. Dude, I remember we the had game. the. Uh, we had we re- we listened to that all the way through on your. Uh, um. You had the vinyl of it, and we listened to it yeah, all the way through. Yeah, I, I had the record, and we listened to Bangarang all the way through. Right in is like such a good starting track, and then you go to like the actually like Bangarang, which is like hit it hit like the charts Bang pretty ring. hard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you got to break in a sweat, which for me kind of like revolutionized the way that I saw how people could collab. So like Skrillex yeah. and the Doors, that's that's insane. Um, <laughs> The Devil's Den. It's it's good. It's good. It's not my favorite, I think. Right on time, again, kind of like 
just changed the way I saw like he he in this time of being an artist in in such a short amount of time. So he came out with Scary Monsters and um and Nice Sprites in twenty like ten, right? Yeah. Let, let's flip it to like almost two years, but in two, in the end of two thousand eleven, I remember this, and it was around December, um, early December. He came out with Bangarang, and I listened right on time, and I thought, like, this is this is where this is where Skrillex really changed the game because he was making, you know, what people consider dubstep with these growls and stuff that no one had ever heard before flipped it to right on time. and was making like this bass house kind of stuff that was pumping and like getting people amped and ready to go. And then Mm -hmm. moved to the next track on Kyoto where he showed me that I could make music with literally anything anywhere. He, had a blue snowball which is what you're using to record from home right now it is and he recorded the lyrics to kyoto with a blue snowball in the kyoto grand hotel um (laughs) which is just i I don't know i I think that was kind of cool and i was like man like he showed me that i can make i can make an absolute banger on my laptop anywhere i go so i i'm pretty sure like after that yeah, and, and that I did, and, and and so, and and so like I remember after the CD came out, I was sitting in the hotel room with one of my buddies, um, and we were at French Lick, and we were just kind of hanging out. And for a bunch of kids, there's I mean there is some to do at French Lick, but you can't really do a lot without like going to gamble and, and stuff like that. So mm. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, dude, let's go find a random ass place, sit and like make a song. And we made a song and <laughs> I've evolved so much as an artist now. I'd like to think, sorry, I don't want to brag. Um, I'm not trying to plug myself here, uh-huh. but <laughs> I, I, I mean, it wasn't good. I, I'm going to be honest. It wasn't. <laughs> um, and then the final track was summit with uh, Ellie Golding and that, that song kind of showed me that you could pump a lot of emotion into electronic music and you'll yeah. make people feel things. So that from like back to forth, just like revolutionized the way that I saw electronic music and probably what put Skrillex up there on the top for me. And that Bravo, is why Bangarang is one of my top <laughs> 10. Man, my I wish I could articulate my myself as well as you can with the albums. <laughs> I was, you know, I was thinking to myself because like we both, we both come from totally different backgrounds. You do like, like graphic design and art and I do music and audio recording, like dissecting these things yeah, is what is just what I like. I do with them for assignments, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Man, well, I mean, most of my art, I just sit, just think to myself. That's what I do. Most of the time is just think to myself. So, <laughs> well, uh, think to yourself about, well, think to me actually about this next one. Hit me with your, are, are we on to our third now? No, yeah, third third yeah yeah yeah. i'm on my third you'll be on your third next i'll be on my third next cool so i was thinking what album slash group had the most influence kind of like on like what i like up till now up to this point and honestly it was really hard picking an album because i i can listen to every single song off of every single one of their albums anytime and i'd be happy it is. Can I'm you a, take a guess? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna guess here. Is it the ASAP Mob? 
Oh, no. Damn. Absolutely not. Abs- absolutely not. What? Not even close. Damn. Um, point point me in a direction of a genre. Uh, it's kind of a mix. More, more or less pop rock. More or less pop rock. What the shit? You? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Very popular. Very Very popular. Very, very popular. Is it like, are you going to like surprise me like a, like a fucking one direction something? Oh no, but I do love Harry Styles. He is amazing. Okay. All right. That's fair. I'll take that. Um, I don't know, dude. Throw it at me. I'm not, I'm not sure. 21 pilots, blurry face. Oh, okay. Wait, you chose blurry face. Ah, yeah. I honestly think it's their, I don't know. Vessel's don't, don't, don't. good. Oh, and Vessel Trench is amazing. Is amazing. And I really love Trench, but just Blurry Face holds a special place in my heart because it's where I was first introduced into him. And yeah. I'm not afraid to say that. <laughs> well I wasn't I here mean, from the beginning. It's okay. okay. Look at look at the sound. <laughs> look at the sound of Blurry Face versus like Did you listen to Regional at Best? Yeah. So you you've listened to everything, right? Yeah. Or I would hope yeah. so. Yeah. Look at the way their first two published records sound versus like the sound of Trench and the sound of Blurry Face. Yeah. They just, they flipped yeah. so much. The Blurry Face oh, I feel yeah. like was the last CD that they really kept in touch with who they were and then Trench was just like I'll be honest, Trench for me was kind of a letdown. Um really? Yeah. I really I, I really like Trench, but I also I don't know. It's just different, I guess. I don't know. I'm not too I, upset about it, but you know, I think I can that, see why people would be. I think that like the the whiny the whiny Tyler who made music for himself was the one who had something special, you know, like that. And I still think that's still there in the DNA of Trench. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, at some point, I mean, yeah, there is, but. I feel like he tried to sell himself out so much and follow in the footsteps of what Blurry Face did that he shot himself in the foot. Because let's be honest, when Trench came out, no one heard, no one heard about Twilight Pilots. You know, Blurry Face was their defining CD, and and it's great yeah. and it's good. And the only people who are ever gonna critique you for, for stuff like that is is gonna be you know the diehard fans and um at a point in time i I don't know if i could be considered a diehard fan but i I was a fan for sure you know they're making some good stuff um yeah but no i mean i think it's totally fine a lot of people were introduced during the blurry face phase but what's your favorite song off off blurry face off a blurry face oh my god i don't even know i just have to say doubt to be my favorite or yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. the judge, the judge or doubt. Are my I think two favorite. I think Goner is mine. Yeah, it's it's that's so... probably my least favorite. Goner's <laughs> your least favorite. I would Damn. like they're all like really good, but on a scale of which ones I'd listen to the most, Goner's probably at the at the bottom. Goner Goner is like uh or uh I don't know Heavy Dirty Soul. Also, I don't really listen to that one that much. I, I think oh you know what I'm sorry I think Heavy Dirty Soul and Goner are probably my favorites off of <laughs> see that's like the more like rock rock part of you yeah 
yeah, versus yeah. me. <laughs> well, I mean, Goner is like it like starts so soft, and it's kind of like yeah. you know, for me, he was like he was screaming into the void, you know. Oh yeah, and, and, and I think yeah. like I do like that about that, but yeah. At sad at sad boy times, I could I could relate, you know. <laughs> sad boy times, I get Blair. Sad boy, sad boy, sweet boy times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, as I look back, a lot of these, a lot of music that I listened to were just straight sad. Boy. Sad boy. <laughs> sad boy CDs. You looked like a sad boy back in the day. Yeah, I did not look like that much yeah. of a sad boy back in the day. Uh-huh. You and your long black hair and black clothes uh, all the time. Yeah, uh-huh. and you look like you trade shoes, okay? <laughs> I did still you, do. <laughs> did, you wait, did you wait in line? At, we, we went to this store in Greenwood. Um, Cor and I, we went to this store in Greenwood the other day, and there was this store called JD. Do you know what that? Or do you, do? you know what? You went JD no. is, yeah. No. Well, so so there was a there was a line. It was the middle of the day. It was like four o'clock, and there was a line stretched all the way back to the other end of like the mall, damn near. And and we we're like, yo, is this the line to get into the store? And I swear, like, we were like, no, <laughs> these are the line. This is the line to get the new Jordans. And I was like, all right, fuck Ooh. you guys. We're gonna court. We're going to the next store. I was like, we're, we're gonna keep on going. There's nothing for me here in the store. <laughs> I don't. I don't like Jordans. I'm not I don't like shoes. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I love shoes, but I was gonna say, Speak. I mean, like, yeah, you still have that. You still have that space, that space in your heart for shoes. I, I never had, I never had that. I got a pair of. Uh, going off on a tangent here, I have a pair of original '86 Jordan, Jordan ones. Weren't they? Were um, they were my uncles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, your your mom, your mom told me about those. Um, yeah, they're sick. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I posted them on Reddit one time. They have over a million views on Reddit right now. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I remember you showing Less, me a picture of those. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So let's see. You're on your third album. Surprise me. Surprise you? I was. I was. Damn it! I was gonna go back to like what. What we oh were yeah, just let's talking go. About. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go back to uh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, no, no, for real. I was gonna go. I was gonna go to Lord. If you um, were gonna talk about Lord, I was gonna just throw her in at in the podcast anyway. If she wasn't on, you know, I, cause. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking I'd throw in pure heroin. Um, yeah, I I'm gonna be honest. I don't know why. Like, I because so when pure heroin came out, I was like 14, believe it or not. Yeah. <laughs> I was 14, but it was one of those CDs I'd carry with me for a while, you know? So, like, for the next couple of years, I would listen to Pure Heroin a lot. Um, yeah. To me, I think the reason I like Pure Heroin so much is because it's, like, the embodiment of what it is to be a teenage, like, a middle-class teenager, I guess. Um, Lord, Sad boy uh, time again. Uh, yeah, yeah, sad, sad boy time. Um, I, I don't know. Like... Lord made music that was so relatable to a certain demographic. Um, yeah. And, and even if I wasn't, even if I'm not considered the demographic, you know, like it's like still something that I really enjoyed and felt like I could relate to. Um, oh yeah, definitely. I dude, there's loved beer. Hair on. This yeah. Is so, I mean, it's just also a really, really good album too. It's like a good listen tell, all the way through. It's relatable. It hits all the right spots for a great album. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And and I think, you know, 
a lot of these songs came from her really early like career you know when she was first yeah. starting she started when she was like 16 i think and yeah we were this we were how wait no yeah we're the same age <laughs> yeah i would say you guys are the same age um i i just remember like thinking someone someone this young can make music and get the and get this big and have like the whole world just like relating to to all of this but also she did so much of it on her own um she worked with a lot of the same producers which is totally okay you know like that's fine um that's how music is made but <laughs> it was it was her and this one writer like this one writer producer who just crafted this big thing and I don't know. It, it's so relatable. It 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 sends a, I wouldn't say a good message by any means, but you know, if you are coming of age, pure heroin is the perfect <laughs> coming of age uh, <laughs> CD. I think. Yeah. But don't be a sad boy like Connor. No, don't be a sad boy. And I wasn't ever. Oh, you guys. Okay, sometimes I was sad. Sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, no you, you aren't really a sad boy. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think you so. just look the part. <laughs> if you if you were to do me if you were to say top ten top ten albums of all time, then I would start to throw in some some sad boy stuff there. <laughs> Is there anything you want to you want to throw in about Lord there? Mm. Uh, let me see. There was one thing. Oh yeah. I think melodrama is better. <laughs> if you could see my face right now, <laughs> melodrama is good. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, I don't know. Honestly, I don't. Yeah, it just melodrama just does not hit the same places. That no, does. no, there's no way. There's absolutely no. Okay, I yeah. was just trying to get a rise out of you. <laughs> You should. I. I wish you were. I wish you were tuned into my stream so you could just see like how disappointed I did. I. I saw. I am tuned into the stream. Oh, you I are. Okay. Watching. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There's just a yeah. small delay. I was gonna say there's 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 people who've been coming and going. So, <clears throat> um, I okay. My my last ones are gonna be kind of hard because I I toss and turn them a little bit. Um, go ahead and throw me yours and see if if you hit some of the ones that I do. Mm. So. This one is a this one you wouldn't expect, and you would never guess in a million years, and I would have never guessed in a million years. But okay, it's a Mike Posner album. Which one? It is a real good kid. I don't think I've ever. You know, I don't think I've ever listened to just his regular stuff. You definitely should. It listen to it alone with your best headphones, lights off, and just fall into it. I'm gonna be that's honest. That's what I kind of did. The only song that I've really ever heard is "I Took a Pill in Ibiza," uh, and not even the OG version. It's the Seab remix. <laughs> the teardrops, the teardrops, and oh well, no, hold on. The at night alone is a really good album all original songs just like none of the remixes he it is beautiful he's got a lot of stuff he's been he's been around a lot longer than i realized since 2009 yeah he honestly 
like since his dad passed away is whenever he started doing this more of like uh spoken word poem slash song uh, writing stuff yeah yeah and then he finally came out with a real good kid this year and yep. it i love it like it's not for everyone like totally not for everyone sure and it just hits all the good feels i don't know it just makes me happy I guess. makes you happy makes you it's like it's like one of those feel good albums you can it's like a it warm blanket yeah it's like a warm blanket yeah abbey road is my warm blanket i think I think it's a yeah. lot of people's warm blanket. <laughs> listen to uh, if you're gonna if if you don't listen to the whole thing, definitely listen to uh, um, "Song About You," uh, okay. "Stuck in the Middle," and uh, "Move On." Okay, those are probably my three top favorite. But listening to like all the songs like in tandem is like good. There's some weird stuff on there that I think he'd like. Is it? So does he just do like I don't know what kind of music? So I've only so considering I've only ever heard his remixes. What do his like originals originals sound like? Are they like kind of like a no slower singer? pop singing? Okay, all right. I'll, yeah, I'll have to go in and I'll have to go in and it's, like check. It's him really out. good. He has a he has a phenomenal voice. Yeah, I mean, I I he's I've heard his features and stuff, and it's 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 and he's, he's really he's a really smart guy too. Is he the one singing and I took a pill? Yeah. Yep. Huh. His voice. And he writes he writes all of his own stuff. Which is always a perk. Yeah, which is impressive. And he writes for a ton of other people, like Justin Bieber and Ah, he's a ghost. He did he start out as a ghostwriter? Yeah, I think so, yeah. You think so? He wrote for uh I think he wrote for Drake too. Yeah, there's there's nothing on his like about about how he got started. It goes straight into how his dad died. Ooh, yeah, huh? It's a bunch of oh, that's a lot of really sad boy stuff. Wow, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold that. Yeah, it's a good there. it's a good rabbit hole to go down. Yeah, it's He's a really is. interesting artist. Huh? Yeah, interesting. He, he's definitely in my top five. Artists of the decade, albums of the decade. He's an interesting guy. Like I'll, have to, I'll have to check him out. I'll, I'll have to like, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm at the point where I've heard so many things now, and I'm like, I don't know, trying to broaden my horizons. I put on a radio and just like listen to recommended songs as they come on. And oh, yeah, going back to Macklemore, he came out with a Christmas song. It's pretty dope, actually. <laughs> he still makes music. Uh, so, no, no, seriously. Like, like I haven't seen him release anything in who knows how long. Well, I mean, Gemini was released in 2017. That was only two years ago. I see. I didn't even know. I didn't know he released Gemini. You didn't know you released Gemini? Oh no. my god! 2017 my, my, was a fucking days for me. Man. I think. I think. <laughs> I think Gemini is my favorite album by him. Like he I, did that one without this one without Ryan Lewis. But I like I picked the heist just because of how special it was to me. I mean, I have every single album like uh physically and it's still the best holding up one physically it's, is it the one that's aged the best yeah i'd say so i don't know how well gemini will age i one thing one artist that i've got to know from uh from gemini his name's travis thompson he's from uh he's from seattle as well and he's mm-hmm. a phenomenal 
phenomenal artist. He's a rapper. And uh, you should definitely check him out. He is coming, guys. Great. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, definitely. Like, Father Forgive Me. That's a great song. And, uh, yeah, he's just phenomenal. I'm gonna I'm gonna add it to my little my little list here, and uh, maybe I'm streaming later tonight. I will I will do a little pop in and uh, and check it out. I'll pay, I'll make that my streaming music for the night. That way we can I'll have like a list of new music that I can go on and listen to. Oh, speaking of new music, have you listened to Highest in the Room yet? Travis Scott. Oh yeah, I have. Would do you not like it? Would you would it pain you to say that I don't really like Travis Scott? I think he's really overrated. You don't like he is not overrated. He's overrated. You're, you're, you're oh, man, off your rocker, dude. Nah, man. So all right, all right. <laughs> let me let me put this into perspective for you. Dude, he one of my one of my best friends he no is right, Andy Ferris, whatever. okay? And it, just because Andy Ferris likes Travis Scott doesn't mean anything. That's that's every reason to dislike. I think he's a good artist, but I think he's overrated. I mean, for God's sake, Andy Andy watches his documentary like four times a week and almost named his kid Travis Scott. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I mean not literally, that's but like Travis like, Scott's <laughs> fault that Andy likes. <laughs> he would make he would make jokes. He would, it's, yeah, I know it's not Travis's fault, but he he make jokes like yeah, I'm making my kid's name the Travis Scott. I'm like, oh yeah, that kid's not gonna get. Boy, oh, it's Travis Scott Ferris. What? Oh my god! You're setting your you're setting your kid up to fail worse than that one kid named Vagina, or that mom who wanted to break the gender norms and name her son <laughs> Vagina. You know, dude, I, the spacey hip hop is just oh my god. It's I I, I get I I understand. He's a, he's a genius. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I don't know him. He's probably, I maybe not. A, but he's I, I wouldn't say a genius. I mean, chances are he probably has a ghostwriter. Uh, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired of like walking in a f- like anywhere I go, and like and like seeing someone come up with like an astro world, like the same fucking astro world sweatshirt on. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, oh, you probably Sometimes didn't even go for the fan base. I know, I know, I know. It's the same thing with Twilight Pilots. Their fan base is, is crap. And I'm telling you, I love the 1975, but their fan base is kind of crap too. A lot of a lot of good artists have crap fan bases and it turns people off of them. It's okay. Well, when, I, when I walked into the 1975, I swear to God, like everyone there was going to start hissing at me in no time, dude. I, it was <laughs> It was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. I, I get it. I get it. Dude. Like, like... The fan base is no reason to dislike an artist. Maybe it is. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> we'll let we'll let the people decide. Um, me personally, I just I just think he's overrated. I I'm like, he's not Kendrick Lamar, and in, in fact, entirely. I don't. I, don't I think even Kendrick think he's... Lamar's overrated. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Let's take some steps. Back. Okay. All right. All right. The Pulitzer Prize. He won. He won that, and he's like, like people are like, whoa, like why would he win something like that? Because he's a lyrical genius. Like his stuff is so well crafted. It, it's like it's literature, so it wins literature awards. I, I think. I oh, think so Kendrick did you Lamar, get that one from uh, your 
Wikipedia. No, 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 no. I, I got that. I got that from my from my uh, my global pop music class that I took. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, but I was aware that it happened. Like I, I was fully aware that he won the Pulitzer Prize because people were pissed about it. Like actual authors were pissed about it. Um, but I, but I think he. Like, I kind of like really that they were it. pissed about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I do too. I think it's hilarious. But I don't really. I don't know. I just. You, you still don't, you don't still know. don't get the Kendrick Lamar hype, but you're gonna hop on the highest in the I, room Travis Scott train. <laughs> to be fair, I never I never listened to Travis Scott till earlier this year. <laughs> I love him now. <laughs> here's so here's like my thing as well is I didn't really like. There was a point in time where I stopped listening to rap music. And it's when all that I is I don't even know if they can if they still consider it mumble rap and stuff like that, like uh, I never even listened to that stuff. I just kept in my own lane, <laughs> and, and I don't listen to it either. But like when Travis started getting really 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 really, and I understand he had music before this whole mumble rap phase, but I didn't start hearing his name more until mumble rap was a like a big thing, and yeah. I think I think I have a hard time associating like newer Travis Scott stuff with mumble rap. Like it's good. And I, 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 there's a lot of songs with Travis Scott as like a feature that I really like, but I would say like him as a genius for me to consider him being a genius is is a little bit of a stretch for me. Um, (laughs) I, I just think he's okay. You know, I think there's a lot like, look at the shit that childish Gambino did on his most recent album. You know, I like, yeah. That that to me is being a musical genius, being able to to flip the switch on genres and just turn around and make something that is like so heavy for better for worse, so different, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, I, I know I know a lot of people didn't really like. <clears throat> um, nah, I respect the whole it. I love Childish Gambino. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I, I'm always going, and I even considered putting Awaken My Love on there because, like, look at because the internet and how heavy of a message that was and then yeah. moving to me and your mama and and all that shit redbone all that wonderful 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 music that i i love it um but I, I don't know i think like that kind of stuff is just more up more up my lane um yeah as well I think our music tastes come from the same place but branched off in different ways yeah and it's always been like that it, it's, that is true. It's always been like that. Like I've I've never been able to pinpoint a time where you and I agreed on the same thing when it came to music. I mean, there are some times, but like when it, when we were in your car, it was your music, you know. <laughs> and like, when I was in your car, it was your music, and I was happy with that. <laughs> it, it, and it's fine, you know. I didn't. No one. No one complained. No one complained. The only the only time I complained is when it was Austin's car. Oh guys, <laughs> the black eyed peas and like. And like the demos of Blink One Eighty Two, man. I'm joking, Austin. It was his birthday yesterday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah, 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 it yeah. Was. It was. I, I, I was like, I was like, dude, Austin, you know, happy birthday, and I was like, fuck you, I don't like you anymore because you're 23. <laughs> and I get it; it's a bad joke, but he made it first. Um, I, I ordered him something for his birthday, and you know how we used to, we used to walk down to the gas station a whole lot. We always get Mountain Dew. Uh, for those listeners, um, the three of us. We're really, 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 really good good friends all throughout like high school, and so we would we would walk down to this gas station in our small ass town and just <laughs> yeah, like talk, was... hang out. It was it was like a it was like, it was like a couple steps, <laughs> and it was across town <laughs> out, out the door. <laughs> yeah. 
out the door and to the left, and you were there. Um, and we, we were going in there, we get drinks and snacks, whatever, just kind of hang out, talk, hang out at the park a little bit on the way back. Uh, and, and it was a thing when, when new Mountain Dew would come out, we'd go try it and like, ah, this is, oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we get the, the double XP caps and shit. Um, well, so, so I figured out that Japan has their own Mountain Dew called Mountain Dew Violet and it's fucking $6 a can, but I ordered some and I was like, Hey, whenever you have time, (laughs) we're going to do a little bit of taste testing here. And then I went to Dollar General and I got this like it's called like uh it's like Maui Mountain Dew or something like that. It's pineapple, it's like Hawaiian Mountain Dew. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's the so story. there's so I didn't know Mountain Dew was up in the kitchen. No, <laughs> Thinking of I new concoctions all the time. <laughs> well they've had that they had that voodoo one for um the voodoo one for Halloween and I was like, uh, you know, I don't drink pop a lot anymore. Um so I, I, I kind of fell off the whole trying the different Mountain Dew flavors, but I was like, ah, for old time's sake, let's let's order some and try it. So we'll see how long it, it takes to get. I've ordered stuff from different countries before. Let me tell you, it takes forever. It sucks. It takes a long time to get it. Unless um, you get it with FedEx. All right, fuck Just you. kidding. I don't. I, 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 I was gonna say, <laughs> you're, you're plugging the own company you hate. <laughs> um enough ranting about about pop though yeah uh, let's get back up on this decade albums so are we, are we we're down to we're down to my second right what number no. number two we're am i down fourth to my, my, yeah that's what i mean like we're like two more oh yeah yeah <laughs> not, not not to confuse you um my so my second is is one you've you've never heard of before, uh, and I'll explain how I found these guys. Um, iTunes started doing this thing back in the day, uh, like 2012, 2013, where they would release like free singles every week. Were you around for that? Uh, I think so. Yeah, they yeah. did like Echo Smith, Cool Kids, and stuff, and like that was their first uh, single. Yes, and, and yes. it didn't it didn't yeah. blow up yeah. until like two years after the single came out, which is hilarious. But, um, there was one called "All You're Waiting For" by a band called Classics. A band, they're not really a band; it's a duo. Um, C L A S S I X X, and I don't. There's not a really good genre to put this music in. Um, it's like. 80s synth pop but it's more mainly electronic so it's kind of like this ambient synth pop kind of thing um and at the time it really wasn't music that i was i was into i was listening still to a lot of like really hard dubstep and stuff like that uh being a little emo boy listening to my complete romance (laughs) panic the disco (laughs) stuff like that um but something about this album like clicked it was one of those things again that showed me like hey there's other music out there and it, you know, they don't use, comp- they don't use computers to make this. They hook up old keyboards and drum machines and stuff. And they all, yeah, this, this was my introduction to analog audio world. <laughs> and it was great. I loved it from like start to finish. Borderline is my favorite song on there. I, I remember like hearing all you're waiting for over a really good set of speakers one time and I got like I looked down at my arm and the hair was just standing up on my arm and I was like, Wow, this is <laughs> so good, but people are probably gonna think 
what is he listening to? He's fucking 15. <laughs> he's 15 years old. They still make music like this. Like, <laughs> but it's, it was so good. I loved it. Like hanging gardens and holding on. And, and a lot of it's like repetitive one line kind of stuff. Like they would just say, holding on. And like this drum beat would kick yeah. in. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. It's kind of stuff you take acid to and like, just like jam, you just, know, or just hang back and relax. And I don't know, whatever. Hopefully you can relax, but it's one of those choose your club drugs and put this on. Uh, if you're not me and can appreciate the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's not, a, there's not a whole lot to say about this. Cause there's not, I would say there's not a lot of substance, but at the fact that, like, if someone really likes a CD and says, oh, there's so much substance, sure, there is, but, uh, I don't know, there's not a whole lot I can really say about it other than it's just, like, a really, really well-crafted um, album, and there's a lot that goes into making it, too, with using all those analog keyboards and, and stuff, so as I've gotten older and as I've learned more about what goes into stuff like this, <clears throat> my, my appreciation has grown for it a lot more. Yeah. Now, to... Let's get now in. I, I was always was air doing a drum roll there. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah you'll, you'll see. You'll see here in a second. Pop up in that little little Twitch stream. Um, we're down to our number ones. These aren't our actual number ones, but we're down to our. It kind of is because I kind of, kind of saved the my favorite one for last. Saving the best for last. Okay. All right, drum roll. So, Preston's number one album of the decade is Childish Gambino, because the internet. <laughs> it's it's so funny how we we like touched on Childish. Now, Danny, you should have told me this beforehand. I wouldn't have talked about him already. <laughs> no, nah, it was good to talk about him. It was it was good to get into some of his uh, newer stuff. But yeah, to talk yeah. about talk about because the internet oh my god it's like Dude. one of those the, he wrote a whole movie it, it, to go with it right yeah yeah yep there's a whole uh, script that goes along with it it's like 90 pages or something like that i don't know um yeah it's weird i didn't when i was like 16 i didn't really pay attention to that <laughs> <laughs> he didn't, didn't, didn't really read it i know he was supposed to make all of it but he never got around actually like like doing so you know yeah yeah um, but my, let me tell you, coming of age, like albums, like listening to it, like if if I can think back to an album that I listened to the most or described that time in my life growing up, it was because the internet yeah. that was on heavy rotation all the I time. Mean, we're we, I listen to it a lot too. Um, I I debated putting it in my top ten. Um, well, it's, I, I would say it's probably my top 10, uh, my top five, I debated on putting it in there, but I, I think the message that it conveys is, is insane. You know, he's, he's a guy that like, if you dissect a lot of his stuff, um, it was about like the influence of social media and like internet and like what it was doing. I think he was a way ahead of his time. Um, yeah. for sure he was way ahead of his time and it's one of those things that you know, has aged really well. And and at the time when I was listening to Because the Internet, I thought, man, this song's a banger. This song's a banger. But then I go back to it and I'm like, I would never play this at a party because <laughs> it's like, whoa, it's it's an eye-opening song. It's not a, it's not a dance around. You're not going to dance around. Uh, yeah, no. I'd say it's kind of like a, it's like hide, the substance is hiding within what he's 
putting out. It, it is a musical journey. It's not. Yeah. It's not anything else. You know. It's. I mean, it's. I think got you can just really listen good... to it surface level, like a lot of, like I can say, a lot of people did. Like yeah. you can just play it off as like some some banger stuff, but also right. like you dig through it. There's a lot more to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like Sweatpants and like 3005 and like those are all really good songs. I would say those are probably the most popular songs off of that CD. Yeah. But if you're a surface listener for sure, um it's way different than than like I don't know, digging into it and like reading what it's about, looking up meanings of the lyrics, even just reading the lyrics. So the lyrics have a lot to say about it. Just pay attention. Um yeah. l- listen to it all. I think one of my top my top songs of the decade came off of there. Um, it was uh, Oakland Avenue, mm-hmm. or uh, no Telegraph Avenue, uh, Oakland. Hold on, yeah, it's you know, it's, a, it's got yeah, a weird Telegraph title. Avenue, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's got a, it's got a weird title. It's like Telegraph Ave, and then it's like Oakland. Um, yeah, that one's in Oakland. Yeah, yeah, that one's like <laughs> I would say my my favorite for sure off of that whole CD. Yeah, um, man, it's so hard to pick a favorite because it's like I don't know. It is. It is. It's a, it's a good one. Man. Man, I, I, I don't. In, ca- in case man. you guys are wondering, he's like listening to all of them real fast, just to, <laughs> just to figure out which one. He's got. He's got his headphones on, just scrolling through them real fast. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's. It's so hard. I'd say my favorite song to listen to would be maybe like like or like uh, earth or mm, damn yeah i like fly to the navigator yeah that one's good pro- one. i i just like listening to that one most party. often like or not most solid. often but party is solid remember when i used to rap it all the time <laughs> yeah that, that really fast part and i was like yeah, yeah. go for it <laughs> someone's listening <laughs> um can we just say that you got a high five from childish gambino oh yes <laughs> that was so cool i i kind of forget about that like the more his fame goes like that's oh, childish gambino but then like you go on my instagram there's a video of it, and it's pouring yes. fucking rain, and it's so hard to see. But goddamn it, it's there. You got it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> um, it was so cool, though. I'm glad we waited there for six hours. Yes, it was <laughs> absolutely worth it. That was the same day as Lord, too, right? Yeah, and was Skrillex. The Skrillex day? was the finisher. Yeah, yeah, dude, we waited there for. No, Lord start. was a different. Lord, Lord, was, Lord, Lord was like Lord was that day. Lord was a Friday. And we and and that was a Saturday. We saw Childish on a Saturday. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I think there were there were two different days. Um, yeah, it was Childish and Skrillex on the same stage, and so we stayed there all day. Yeah, we missed yeah. we missed uh, we missed uh, Chance for those two. We we did we did miss Chance, but I would say the payoff is pretty good because like yeah, Childish, I think it Childish was Gambino and like Skrillex like a double header that close. We were on rail, yeah. guys, yeah. fucking rail, and it was like. It was and so we cool. got a. Weren't we? Wasn't that really bad picture of me taken with like yes. on billboard? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're on like, yeah, we we were on um we were on the billboard website, weren't we? Like 
Yeah, we were we were on the Billboard website for like the picture oh, that they put for Lollapalooza wild. that oh, night. For, yeah, yeah, it's an article. I think you can still look up and like. Yeah, I looked like I'm getting see. it in the butt, but that's. You you, you can you you're like ah. <laughs> your face is so scrunched up. It's so funny. You're like being pushed against the rail. At the time, at the time, uh, and let's let's hope Cheyenne doesn't hear this. But at the time, you were you were a single man, and like. You were dazed by any girl that like walked up and was like, "Hey, tall man." And you're like, "Yeah, you could squeeze it on the rail." And Griffin's like, "What are you doing? This is our spot." <laughs> uh, it, 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 it was it was a lot of it was. And a there's a guy that wanted stuff. to fight me. <laughs> yeah, he's drunk. I don't know. Yeah, and it might be my dad and that bigger Asian guy were like pushing yeah. people back and like fighting people. <laughs> It's yeah. so funny. But, oh my god! Hey, we need to get into your last one because I need to go. That's yeah. We'll get we'll get in my last one. Yeah, we're we're hitting an hour. We are hitting an hour. Um, yes. <laughs> my last one. So I didn't I didn't rate them like you know this isn't my number. I one, didn't rate it one. either. It just happened to be. <laughs> I and I sat there. Also, I, I love Post Malone. Debating. I'm sorry, Post Malone. You are in my heart still. Oh so, yeah, yeah, no, Post Malone is definitely in there, and I am also sorry, Blink One Eighty Two, because you're in there, and I'm also sorry, the Nineteen Seventy Five, because in the short amount of time, you have made it into my top ten, absolutely. And I'm sorry, and Vance Joy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Vance, Vance Joy. Joy. I'm sorry, Neck Deep. He is beautiful. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry to a lot of John artists. Mayer. There's a lot of uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Panic the Disco. Uh, <laughs> my my number one is an, an album by What's So Not. Um, called Not All the Beautiful Things. And I would say that this album has worked it into probably be my top three. It is so experimental and just it's like it's it's a journey from start to finish and everything runs in together and it's like one big wonderful musical journey that is just something else. There's so many songs. He collabs with a lot of people, but it's a lot of like it's a lot of his own stuff, right? But there are things in there that, like, these really famous artists would come in. Skrillex had a feature. And that's not actually, that's not how I found it. I've been a What's So Not fan since he was just on SoundCloud. Um, there's, like, a really famous bassist that, like, pops up. It's just, it's a lot of crazy stuff. Radiohead pops up on there. It, hmm. it, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a really experimental album and made it into like uh, for the the grammys for the nominations of electronic music I'm, I'm fairly certain um it is such a good record and if there is one record that i would say go listen to this i highly recommend this you will not come back feeling disappointed it's definitely this um mm, and, check and, it out. and i had i did a lot of debating between this and a brief inquiry into online relationships by the 1975 it's a long it's a long, a long album name, <laughs> um, but but they're both kind of the same. They're both like really experimental <laughs> and and try out with new noises and and do all these different things, um, but make it work and and make the message about something greater than just them. Like what's so not showed that he could be more than just radio music and more than just like he hopped in on the he got big on the festival trap train. Um, mm. And he branched off and it was just like, hey, I don't make trap. Like, I never wanted to make trap. I can make this beautiful, well-engineered work of art. And the 1975 
proved the same thing. They're like, hey, we make more than sappy pop music. We can make political satire music too, you know. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I think that's definitely my top three for sure of the decade. And that wraps it up for me. That that That's, uh, I would say this is a pretty lengthy episode about us just kind of ranting about music we like but if you guys liked it hey, um yeah. we'll we'll do another we'll do a, i'd like to do a continued um reflecting back maybe like in in 2020 oh, dude, i have so much i have so much more music that i could go through oh yeah. man i would like i would like to maybe do like a ref, <laughs> like a reflect on our favorite our favorite things in general and maybe we'll make a part two because there's a lot of music i would like to touch and on there's and, a lot of there's a lot of things outside of music that we can touch on for the movies yeah Yeah. all kinds of stuff like honestly there are so many things that happen in the in this last decade that have like really changed how everything is and everything will be from here on out Um, oh yeah world's constantly changed man constantly changing oh yeah constantly changing even faster now yep yep (laughs) there's a ride there's a ride in disney called spaceship earth and um you know it's about change and and communication yes and and how everything is is constantly changing around us and we are just one big spaceship earth and uh that's what we are man everything's changing things are getting better things are getting worse depending on who you are and what your view is but you know i want to talk too much about that um thank you guys for listening to us for probably this is probably gonna be cut down to like 45 minutes um there are longer ones tend to do better yeah let's just upload it raw yeah yeah <laughs> straight we need t-shirts that say uh go. <laughs> never mind <laughs> is it t-shirts that say never mind oh or like going in raw or like oh, yeah. let's 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 just let's just do it raw Let's do it wrong. Let's do it wrong. <laughs> All right, maybe we should end it here because we should probably stop uh, stop talking about yeah, doing it wrong. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 All right, guys. Well, thank you, you for know, tuning it's in. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 whatever. Um, thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week in the next episode. Um, the holidays are coming up, so be prepared for us to take a little bit of a break. Um, oh we yeah. Are, we are gonna it's busy. Yeah, we're going to do as much as we can. We've been a little late yeah. on the uploads. Uh, I understand that they're not regular, but we're kind of letting people listen to everything before we upload the next one. Um, the next episode should be up and ready to go. Uh, so go ahead and go check that out. And actually, at the time, this is coming. Wait, well, I guess I'm talking live. It's fine. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye, guys. Yeah, uh, goodbye. We'll see you guys in 2020. Happy whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 